Now then, welcome. Thank you for downloading or streaming this podcast. Please be advised: this podcast contains strong language, banter of a sexual or racial nature that some viewers may find offensive. If you are easily offended, please do not listen to this podcast. Spank your. One of the reasons why I do this podcast is because a I don't get out the house much, and b it builds my self confidence. So every time you guys send a donation or an affiliate or, or buy something via the affiliate link, as cheesy as it sounds, you really are making my days that bit brighter. To see how you can help the show, simply check the show's show notes. And it's decided that my computer really, really doesn't like the software that I'm using in order to record this show. So brilliant. That's all good. That's that's fucking nice to know. Thank you very fucking much, computer. Hello. How are you? This is the Evan McCaber podcast, Fox Bots, uh, covering the week of. Uh, uh, I always have to get my notes up. The 26th to the 29th, I believe. Uh, we usually we cover. We see we as in I. Um, so Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and Impact Wrestling. Um, so um, it's a, it's usually a shorter show than the the actual pod itself, but. Um, I have my reasons for that, um, particularly this week um, in the uh, in the regular show. Um, we're, we're looking towards the end of um, of five um, um, five years hungry. Shit! Sorry that um, the, the 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 software really coughed me off guard. So I'm a bit sturdy and sturdy um, because when I started to record before. I was ready. Now a nigga ain't ready. The nigga's got all fucking... Oh, I'm all fucking sixes and eights. <sighs> Motherfucker. Anyway, um, right right off the bat, I want to talk quickly um, about um, Extreme Rules. Um, it, it's basically the card everyone expected. There weren't a few... There, there weren't many highlights... And consider um, many things that I cared about. Um, in fact, I, if I'm if I'm looking back at it, the only match I cared about was the uh, uh, the um, the Nikki Bella Naomi match. But the, what, uh, a couple of matches surprised me. Uh, the Ziggler um, Sheamus match was really surprising, only because of that finish. And the lead up and the build up to that finish, you you kind of get the idea, you kind of get the feeling that um, they're building Sheamus and hopefully Zig, uh, Ziggler as well, because everybody loves Ziggler. I I have my moments with Ziggler. I think I think I like him more as a seller of things. I'm not overly crazy about him feuding, but the Sheamus thing this might this might be actually quite interesting. Um, and also. Um, 
this story being quite um, quite um, close to home, so to speak. You know, talking about the size of a man, um, and I, I think it might be something to go on now that Daniel Bryan is injured, uh, which brings me to once again my concerns about Daniel Bryan. Now, he couldn't make the card on um, on Sunday um, for being injured. What kind of injury? I don't know. Maybe that's just maybe that's me not doing my research correctly. Um, but there's something wrong with Daniel, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if anybody knows what it is. I mean, I think I think I was reading an article on uh, the WWE uh, website, and um, which one? There's Nikki and Bree. Um, oh, Bree. Yeah. So Bree. Um, Bree um, tweeted. Um, he's on the road to recovery, but I can't remember reading anything about where the injury actually actually was. Now, you may recall, round about this time last year, um, Brian was injured, and it was only I think it was a week, two week, a week into the um, into the feud building for Money in the Bank. Um, that the authority uh, decided to strip Daniel off the belt, which, you know, seeing how long he was um, he was um, injured for was absolutely fair enough. You know, the fans didn't like it, but I'm going to be honest with you, I'm beginning to give less and less of a shit of what the, the fans, particularly the guys in the audience, think. Although I will say something quickly. Um, no one, uh, no one pre um Big Show Reigns cared about that match, but they fucking they were eating. Those boys were um, the audience was eating out of Reigns and and Show's hands. So I I I, I actually tweeted them um, at the Fox What What T H E F O X W O T W O T saying I don't care about that fight. Um, and those boys just fucking as, as far as I'm concerned, that might be that might have been the best fight of the night. So. You know, um, I think it, it's it's good to have that kind of thing with the audience not caring and then just completely just smacking out the park. I remember a couple of years ago, um, Randy Orton and John Cena did that. And I believe it was, it was the Royal Rumble. Um, they were stealing each other's moves. They were just beating the shit out of each other all around the uh, 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 the arena and the fans didn't care and it, I think I've always said that that's a fucking travesty because that match was the best match that they'd done um, in that ridiculous feud uh, every time those two um, fight it was even better than the the unification match and those guys just booed them out the building um, so in that sense I really don't I get really I rated with the audience and this is the PG audience this is the IWC and this is basically anyone who's paid their money to go and to cheer or to jeer um, um, the talent that's on offer the thing is about I've said this before the thing is about the WWE is that it's it's a fucking galaxy within itself and the problem of that being larger, uh, that thing being larger than life is, there's always going to be people who 
don't like it and dislike it for short-term purposes. They don't see the, the, the bigger story. And I think a lot of the times, as much as I hate Vince, him and creative are clearly building things for future purposes for us to say, oh, that was awesome. I mean, fucking Miz winning money, money in the bank, you know, um, um, that allowed Miz girls to happen. And then that was a huge, that was a huge fucking, um, um, you know, that was a huge viral thing. I think in certain things and in certain aspects, we really should be looking towards the future and acknowledging the present. So this is why I'm really concerned about Daniel Bryan and how long he's out for. Because I'm counting three weeks now. If it gets to a period where we're, we're about, um, where um, payback needs something to build up a feud uh, for the IC title, then we're going to have to talk about stripping them again, if, we're, if I'm being honest. And, you know, maybe Bryan... Maybe Brian should find or start looking about alternative ways um, to create and to have a role in the WWE rather than him wrestling full time. Because if it's a case of him coming back for a period of time and getting injured, do we really want to be putting this guy's health at risk? Fuck the wrestling, fuck the fans. You know, fuck the love of wrestling that this guy has. We need to start talking about his health. Because if he's continually getting injured the way that he is, how long is it going to be? How long is he going to be wrestling for? Until he's, you know, until he's making like um, an, um, an, an edge-like um, decision whether, you know, whether to retire now or to wrestle for a bit. And then after he, after a period, end up in a fucking wheelchair. I really am concerned for Brian. Um, so, I'd strip him off it this week, if I'm honest. So, Monday Night Raw, I'd strip him. I would strip him of the title. Um, I would review his health. Review his health. Um, view the options uh, he has for the future. Because he's, he's like, I think he's two, three years older than I am. So, you know, um, I mean, there's guys, mine and Daniel's age, who are fucking chubby, um, mid, middle-aged, retiring men. I'm talking about guys like uh, Prince Nassim, remember him? Ronaldo, fucking Ronaldo, look at Ronaldo. I actually absolutely feel terrible for Ronaldo. I mean, he he could have been something of ridiculous legend. Um, anyway, no, I'm just really worried about Brian. This is not, uh, and I think he should be stripped of the IC title. This is not because, you know, I'm not in touch. I'm not, um, I'm not affiliated with any sides or anything. I just feel it's the right thing to do. You know, protect the talent. Um... <laughs> Speaking of talents, let's move on to the treatment of foreigners um, in the world wrestling entertainment. Um, now, it's called the World Wrestling uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. It, um, it's based in America, yes, 
Um, I think there's a number. Uh, actually, I'm not even going to try. But there's a number of nations that um, that fight in the WWE. Um, Emma is Australian. Um, Cesaro is Swiss. Um, Hideo is Japanese. Obviously, you've got the Brits in there. Um, Paige, uh, Bad News, Bad News, Brian, Bad News, um, Barrett, uh, Neville. I think there's another Brit that I'm missing. William Regal, uh, Canada. Um, uh, there's a couple of French guys, and I don't know what their names are. Um, but there's a even even just that moment there. We're talking about. You know, um, two other, well, two plus more countries other than America and Canada. So, um, you know, when we have this Rusev John Cena thing and you have country versus country, to me, that's completely alienating. And frankly, I would, I'm, I'm imagining there's a couple of people behind the curtain who are really insulted uh, by this culture. Not to mention the poor Russian uh, wrestling fans themselves. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you going to be... Are you going to... Are you going to honestly tell me that you are a, wrestling, a, a, a Russian wrestling fan... Oh, by the way, um, Rusev was originally booked to be from Bulgaria, uh, which is the, um, if I remember correctly, it's, um, I think when there was the United, uh, uh, United Russia, I think uh, Bulgaria was around those kind of parts. Uh, so it was a part of Russia. So I don't know what the relationship is between Bulgaria and Russia. So you have this character that was Bulgarian, but is now being billed from Russia. So, I mean, I'm going to be honest. If I was if I was Russian, I would be so angry with that as itself. I mean, what's wrong with Russians, Russian wrestlers? Um, I remember uh, Vladimir uh, Rus uh, Rus uh, or whatever his name is. Um. I mean, the way that that guy was built up to begin with, he was a fucking tank. Forget where we was from, nationality-wise, he was a fucking tank. And then um, Triple H wrestled him, and then it was turned into a fucking um, triple threat match with Matt Hardy. I believe this was uh, 2007, 2008. This is when they had the Cyber uh, Sunday pay-per-views. Um, or whatever it was called. Um, and I remember that match. It was originally one-on-one. Um, -on -one. So um, uh, Vladimir versus Triple H. But for some unknown reason. That got turned into a triple threat match. And it was like. Oh there's someone running in on this, on this match. That's okay. Completely throw him in, into the mix. It's bullshit. I kind of get this. Annoying feeling that every once in a while Vince whispers something into creative's ear, and we have these kind of feuds. It's I th I think like nation versus nation is almost like creative saying we've got nothing for you. I feel it's it, I feel 
in, in that sense, those kind of feuds are insulting to the international wrestling fan. Never mind the United States, never mind Russia itself. When, you know, when we're watching a fight for, okay, the United States Championship belt, we're watching it as fans. We're not watching it as people taking sides from nations. We, it is extremely alienating as a product to have these kind of feuds. And for the past two, three weeks, it's really fucking almost to a point, it's just completely turned me off um, to watching the WWE product to see this fucking feud go on as long as it has done. And I actually, when, the more that I think about it, it's not even about the John, C- uh, John Cena having the belt. Do you remember when um, Rusev had the belt? And it was week after fucking week after fucking week after fucking week that we would have these these feuds, these feuds fueled on nation versus nation. I've got an idea for you. Why don't you let Rusev win the belt back and then f- and put him in a, in a feud against Neville? Then do your fucking nation stuff then. Let's see how you fucking have that then. Because um, Neville is a guy that has ridiculous pop at the moment. And obviously um, Rusev, uh, <laughs> you know, it, 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 um, if Hitler was wrestling now, he'd get heat for wrestling with, 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 with John Cena. To me, that would be a smart booking. Um, but I feel that we're not going to see that until after Money in the Bank. Um, oh, uh, um, if we're talking about Money in the Bank, let me quickly put it. So six guys, yeah? Uh, Roman Reigns, Kane, um, fucking Dean Ambrose. I got that right this time, didn't I? Uh, Dolph Ziggler, Neville... Rusev, hopefully I got that right this time, because um, uh, the Royal Rumble, I said um, Seth Rowling, Rollins, when I meant to say um, either Roman Reigns or uh, or um, Dean, Os- uh, Dean Osborne, um, and Dean Ambrose, because my mind just br- dies like that, but, you know, the long and short of it is, it's a worldwide organization so stop cutting off your audience by making nation versus nation feud that's it um talking about things that no i'm not even gonna lie to you basically i've got notes for this week um basically i just want to try and keep myself on track and uh, another thing that's come up is the return of tough enough and everyone's really excited about this yay um Apparently, it's going to be more um, social networky-ish. Um, it's going to have some elements of reality TV, which automatically I'm like, no, thank you. But if I'm, but the more that I think about it, the more I've completely given up on that kind of um, stuff as a genre. Anyway, um, I didn't watch um, TNA Boot Camp. Neither of them. Certainly won't be watching. Uh, the diva, um, uh, the diva search thing. Which, by the way, am I the only one here that's slightly concerned? Um, I've just got an idea, by the way, about having um, diva search and having tough enough. 
it's I, I, I still actually hope it still goes along. Um, I personally feel that if you're going to do that, then make tough enough for the guys or at least the women who do, don't want to be in that bracket of WWE Diva. Um, by the way, um, Paige, anti-Diva, continually continues to be called the Diva of the do- Tomorrow. I'd love to ask if that absolutely drives her nuts. Um, so yeah, no, um, I feel I feel that there should be different packaging on both of these things, but not necessarily on at the same time. Um, interestingly enough, we heard the announcement of that. Uh, I believe it was WrestleMania. Um, I believe it was WrestleMania. Um, they were talking about um, new shows for the WWE Network, and that was called up. And now this, there's this tough enough stuff, and uh, it's just kind of got me thinking. Well, that's great of all, and all. It's great television, and it's per- and it's obviously the perfect fit for the WWE uh, Network, which you can buy for uh, two rubies and a packet of Skittles. Um, but my concern is looking after the talent after the show, and this is my this has been my problem with the genre of reality TV since since I wised up. Uh, it's the reason why I stopped watching the X Factor. It's the reason why I just generally just stopped watching television. It's because you know it's great that we give this talent the exposure that it deserves but we really you know as a community of fans and a, a, um, a group of people who love you know the business that the reality tv show is in you know for me it's performing arts um you know for the wwe obviously it's wrestling you know really we really need to start talking about looking after the, the talent after the shows Here's a current. Here's a fact you may or may not know. As of April 2015, The Miz, Ryback, and Ryback was eliminated, if you remember correctly, and Cameron also, and uh, Cameron, who was also um, eliminated quite early, um, are the only participants from Tough Enough over the past uh, 15 years who are still competing in the WWE. And I'm going to be honest, the more I see of Cameron, uh, the more I feel that her time with the company is on very, very thin ice, put it that way. Um, oh, by the way, I don't know if there's going to be like time to talk about this, but the feud with with um, um, Wade, um, um, with Braid, um, with Wade, um, with Wyatt, because my mind's forgotten how to fucking pronounce his first name. Um, I think it's a great idea. I think it's a great idea. I, um, initially, I thought it was. I thought um, Wyatt was going to go after Orton, um, <laughs> but the way they're doing it so far, it's actually quite interesting. Um, you know, this is uh, Ryback is someone um, that apparently hurts people. Apparently, he's a, a bit of a dangerous wrestler. Now, um, 
to the best of my research, it's only been one person that says that, and that's CM Punk. And um, if you want to know the crack with uh, me and CM Punk in terms of what I think about him as an athlete, check out um, Max Wrestling's um, podcast on um, on Sunday, um, which will be the third of May. Um, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna just gonna tell you straight. If I hear CM Punk's name come up, I'm just gonna straight shoot on him. Um, and that's all I'm gonna say on that. Um, you know, there's a number of, of Peter of former tough enough personalities. It's, some of them aren't wrestlers anymore, but some of them are still very passionate about the wrestling product, and a lot of them have done other things. Uh, since tough enough, I believe there was one diva who actually, um, I think either she's a, a, a supply teacher or she actually is a teacher. I can't remember. Um, but um, I mean, you look at guys like Matt Morgan. You look at guys like um, uh, Josh Matthews. You look at guys like um, I'm missing someone. Who am I missing? Maven. Maven, who actually won the fucking thing. Um, a lot of them are no longer with the company, or a lot of them are, uh, or um, a lot of them are doing other things, or there's a few of them that have outside of the wrestling business problems, uh, problems, which means they probably won't, they won't be able to lace up their boots ever again. I'm talking about guys like Maven, who, um, who got, I believe the term is uh, DUI, um, and has problems with mental health and alcohol and all that kind of stuff. Now, it was good that the, the company brought him back to give him the help that he needed, but, you know, um, sometimes prevention is better than cure. Once he left the company back in the days, I don't know what the, the policies policies were, but considering he was, um, um, you know, he was a WWE superstar, no longer a uh, a talent development person. They really should have looked after him. I mean, you look at guys like Scott Hall. Um, you look at guys like Sun. Look at people like Sunny. Um, people who the company continually, you know, rehabilitate. You know, why wasn't some of that money and why wasn't some of that support offered to the smaller talents? Here's an interesting question I'd like to pose. Would Test, Andrew, I believe, I can't remember his second name, but would Test still be alive today if he got that kind of support from WWE? Did he get that support? Or did he get a certain level of it? I mean, these are the kind of things that I kind of, I kind of think to myself, yeah, toughness back, back that's going to be awesome. I'll probably watch clips of it, keeping to my reality TV mentality. But afterwards, I will be looking and uh, looking to to support the guys that made that show what it is. In one way or another, it has to be like like I always say on the main show. Any kind of relationship I have, it has to be chemistry based. So I'm hoping there's going to be a couple of fit bitches that I you know I want to um, look at the tits. Uh, a couple of, of um, great male wrestlers who don't make, you know, the final pick, who have massive chests so I can stare at their tits. 
um you know there has but there has to be chemistry between those types of people for me to continue to support them so like i said that's why i'll be watching the clips um and that's why i'll be perving at the divas now I want to talk about um, Night of Knockouts, which was the, the Sunday show of TNA. I know there's a lot of people, this might be one of the most, one of the more controversial uh, shows that they've had because it actually received a lot of positive uh, feedback on on the Twiddles. As always, guys, um, if you'd love to, I'd love you guys to join us on, on Sunday viewing of impact wrestling on challenge tv nine o'clock um hashtag your comments at um oh my god fucking brain 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 hashtag impact wrestling uk no dude dude okay you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna have a glass of water motherfucking impact uk that's the fucking hashtag Join us every Sunday at 9 on Challenge TV. After Impact has finished, a couple of us still hang, hang around, um, but I still encourage you to use the hashtag um, Impact UK. But then after 11 o'clock, um, I want to change it to uh, WTTV, um, which is the follow-up show after, um, um, after Impact. And also, it's um, it's um, it's another wrestling show on Challenge TV, and you know both of these things combined on television cost you a grand total of nothing. Um, so all you really need to, to join the conversation is a Twitter a Twitter handle, which is easiest piss to make. And a in fact, you don't do you need a television? Is there ways of streaming? Um, Challenge TV. I need to research that. I did actually look for that a couple of weeks ago, and I couldn't find it. Um, so maybe you do need a TV. Sorry. And then there's a couple of people out there who don't have televisions anymore. In the in the broadcasting sense, obviously you have a television or some kind of screen uh, in order to watch stuff, but you don't watch broadcast television. Um, so. Fuck off TV licensing. It's not even a case of uh, having a TV anymore. Shit, everyone in his mother's got a television. The the thing is, is that you're going to have to start seeing if people are actually watching broadcast television. And in my case, the answer is mostly no. Um, but I do watch um, Impact Wrestling. I mean, shit, if, if, I, if there's people in Manchester, you know, near me, let me come around to yours and watch it there. Anyway, I'm fucking running away from the point. Fucking hashtag Impact UK. Join us every Sunday at 9. <sighs> Why was that seg segue so fucking tricky? Why? Why? Why does my brain decide to do certain things at certain times? Why does it decide to, like... It's, my brain is a fucking troll, fucking cunt. Anyway, Night of Knockouts. It got a lot of great positive feedback from a lot of people, but I really had an issue uh, with the card. Um, I think it was either last year or two years ago. Um, I watched the... Um, 
I can't remember if, if that if that card was called uh, Night of Knockouts, but there was a one night only, which featured the knockouts, the knockout division, and also it had some uh, some girls from the indies as well. Uh, Sierra, um, Sierra, um, they gave a couple of girls um, some debuts as well. Um, Desais, I can't remember if I've pronounced it correctly, but she's now wrestling in. Um, uh, Libra Wrestling, I think it's called a Libra Wrestling. I actually, no, my brain's died again. But you know, it was just, it was just literally just stacked. You know, from beginning to end, it was all female wrestling. So when it was announced um, last week, I think I mentioned this as well. I was hoping for a, a similar product, like from start to finish, female wrestling. In hindsight, thinking about it now, there were certain things um, from previous weeks. You know, I was talking about um, uh, the, t- um, the world title, um, Eric Young and uh, Kurt Angle. I want to talk about that quick. Um, in fact, before I forget, this is another reason why I really don't like what happened on Sunday. I was looking forward to watching. I was one of the few people um, on the hashtag um, Impact UK that was actually looking forward to Kurt Angle and um, Eric Young. Um, but what we got instead was, uh, well, I say what we got instead, but what we got instead was um, Austin Aries uh, against Kurt Angle, uh, which was a no D, de- uh, w- which was a no contest due to the run-in uh, with. Um, the running of um, Eric Young, I believe. Um, in um, um, a double is now inverted brackets injured uh, because of the heinous actions of Eric Young. Um, so that's going to write him out of, of story for a bit. And I've also noticed that um, the match is now billed between um, Eric Young and Kurt Angle as a stretcher match. Which is, I haven't, I don't have a problem with that, providing that they don't fuck us over the uh, fuck us in the ass again, you know, fool me once. Um, so I mean, there were certain things that needed to go on that card. So the the title picture. No, that's really it off the top of my head. If I'm thinking off the off my cut off the cuff. That's the only. That was the only thing that needed to be a running theme, um, and also um, another problem was we were promised the debut of the doll, uh, the dollhouse, rather than just one half of the dollhouse wrestling against uh, Cherry Bomb, um, who now I'm going to start paying a bit more attention to. Um, I mean, I had to, I had my eye on her anyway because um, um, I like following fit female wrestlers. In fact, I like following any, anyone involved in the wrestling scene. Um, so um, I know she's doing a couple of things for um, C uh, C Z W C Z W Jesus. Um, she's also doing a couple of things for Shimmer. Or is it Shine? I always get those two co- fucking organizations confused. But you know she's um, you know she's good at what she does. 
and shit, I'm really running over time, aren't I? Okay, um, yeah, I was really disappointed, I was disappointed with, we got, we got three matches, um, on a two-hour show, but there was about three or four other matches that were not, um, knockouts, and the thing is, I said this last week, the female division in Impact is the best female division in the world. Um, it's the most established. Um, I'm even more so with the, um, with the inclusion of the Dollhouse now because um, um, Maya Yam is actually a, a veteran. I mean, she's been she's been wrestling for about 15 years now. I remember watching a couple of her matches with um, Haley um, ha- um, Hatred. Um, she did a couple of matches with a couple of the people, and I can't remember right now. But um, she's complete. She kind of has, and she kind of hasn't changed the persona. But she was very smiley. She was very uh, energetic. This Jade Bird, I have no idea who she is. Um, I need to do some research. I can do some research now and actually not get punished for it, like I did um, with the actual stable itself, Dollhouse. Um, Oh, that feels like a really big weight off my shoulder. Um, I just wished they could have had more female wrestlers, you know, bring in a couple of old faces, bring in a couple of um, um, women from development. I'm pretty sure TNA still has a development um, um, part, but I don't know what it's called anymore. Um, I believe um, the former development was OVW, which was, which is, I think it was Ohio Valley Wrestling. I can't remember, but um, they had some really interesting um, um, wrestling there. Uh, I believe there was a a ladder match, uh, a female ladder match, and I think you're going to have to try and find that on YouTube if it's still up. But that was that was really entertaining. Um, so I was kind of hoping for something like, uh, something, um, you know, a mix of genres, a mix of skills, but what we got was just like one, two, three, that was it. And the thing is, another thing about it is there was so much hype and so much packaging about it being a night of knockouts and it was just like one, two, three, done. Apart from actually... Uh, the main event, which actually will be mentioned in the Fox s- spots, the Fox Fox's spot of the week. I need to work on a title. I was going to talk about the return of King of the Ring, but I'm running way over time, so I think I'm going to um, draw it to a conclusion. Um, to be honest, there's not much to talk about King of the Ring. Um, I liked that it was given a spotlight. On Raw, it would seem the the conclusion of that uh, King of the Ring was concluded on the WWE Network, which is again great, um, great strategy in terms of in terms of a nostalgia and b just um, hooking your audience in to making sure that they are paying that um, they are paying that Krispy Kreme and um, a, a tie um, to um, to uh, six hundred in order 
to and in order to watch your WWE WWE Network each week. Um, so that was that was good. If if it is a, a, a WWE Network exclusive. So, in conclusion, we shall talk about Fox spot the Fox's spot of the week. Um, I had to pause while I was... What the fuck? God damn it! Okay, I have no idea what the fuck that was. Apologies. Um, as I was saying, um, I had to pause because I forgot my fucking sign out. Um, but, spots of the week. Um, so, we're going to talk about um, honourable mentions. And the honourable mention I want to talk about is um, Neville's beautiful... Um, flip over the rope um i can't remember what the move's called because my brain um but he um he lands um he lands uh, on one knee um and this was to bad news barrett outside of the ring um it's always nice to see those kind of things but to land on you know to land perfectly on one knee one knee or you know your your feet is quite impressive, so I have to give out. I have to give a shout out to that. Uh, the second shout I want to give out, uh, give out uh, for honourable mentions of Fox Fox's spot of the week is the uh, Roman Reigns um, Big Show um, fight, where it had uh, where Roman Reigns um, at the left side outside of the table uh, outside of the ring uh, set up two tables, and you kind of had an idea that this was going to be the finish. Um, there was a couple of teases. There was a tease that um, uh, Roman Reigns was was going to use his power to um, to scoop um, to uh, to scoop slam Big Show onto the the tables. I think there was another spot where um, uh, it looked like um, I think it was either Big Show or Roman Reigns was going to power bomb one or the other um into those tables but every i mean i was watching it tonight and I, I and i couldn't see this spot coming i couldn't see it coming i had to fucking rewind it a couple of times the reason why it's not the spot of the, uh, spot the fox spot of the week is for reasons i'll go into in a minute um but um yeah um roman um hits big show with one superman punch still on his feet Second Superman punch still on his feet, and in the, in uh, the top left corner of the ring, there's another table set up. So you think either it's going to be a reverse whip, and Big Show's just going to choke slam him into that table, or power bo- or wherever him into into the table, or uh, Roman Reigns is going to just straight spear him into the table. None of those options happened. We got. Um, Roman Reigns um, gearing up for another uh, Superman punch. Um, Big Show counters it, counters it, choke over the neck, turns uh, turns his back. So now his 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 back is now facing the back in uh, the, the 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 table in the corner. Picks that some bitch up, choke slam Roman Reigns through two tables. And the reason what. Uh, um, and Reigns actually managed to get up after that, um, and the match went on for a, a, a long period of time. But the Fox spot of the week is 
actually actually features um, the TNA knockouts. I swear to God, I, it's not a thing because I fancy them. It's simply because it was well done. Um, it's the spot of Awesome Kong and uh, um, Terra uh, Terran Terrell. Holy shit, I managed to pronounce it correctly this week on this show. Watch me do the fucking podcast on Sunday and not be able to pronounce the bitch. Anyway, um... So yeah, it, um, it's a no disqualification match, which is the closest we're gonna get gonna get to a hardcore match um, with the TNA uh, TNA Divas, which is a shame. But no, actually, it's not a shame because we got what we wanted. We got a fucking hardcore match, and it was hardcore. Uh, there was uh, kendo sticks, there were tables. The only thing we didn't see was chairs, but I think uh, chairs is, chairs are beginning to be phased out um, due to. Um, you know that everybody's worried about uh, the wrestlers' heads. To a certain extent, it's understandable. Um, as a fans, uh, um, as a fan of ridiculous violence, it, it makes me sad. But to be honest with you, when I watch uh, uh, a Brock Lesnar fight, it kind of makes me appreciate the bumps and the violence that uh, that he does in his matches. So anyway. Um, uh, Terrell brings a table into the um, um, into the corner, and um, she tries to go for the, the Terrell cutter um, onto the table, and it's countered by Kong. And I, I think Kong was going. I th- I can't remember how it was. I think Kong actually lays um, um, knocks out um, Terrell for a bit. And Terrell lays on the table. And I think she was going to go for a... Um, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called a Samoan Bounce. I've completely forgotten. Um, but the dollhouse interrupt her um, with a couple of uh, kendo sticks. Um, you know, uh, fucking ribs, lower back. Terrell gets off the table and in almost shield-like style, we see a triple... Power bomb to a god knows how many fucking pounds, let's say 250 pound woman, into a table. And needless to say, that table is fucking, I don't know, resting peedy pies. The, the absolute destruction of this woman, this, this beast of a woman, and I mean that in the respectful sense. Going through this table via triple power bomb from two, three women that probably weigh what awesome kong's awesome kong shits was impressive I, I to be honest with you as soon as i saw it i said that's my spot of the week and that's that is um my spot of the week next week um on the show again as always i promise nothing um but next week is actually should be actually the anniversary and i said this last week but i'm i'm because we're in may it should be um the anniversary of five years hungry the hunger within so um on this week's show we'll be talking about the soundtrack and um what things started to go wrong uh with the show but next week we're going to be talking about the piece itself it's going to be uploaded to youtube it's going to be um public on other things and um it's gonna be it's gonna be like my baby being released into the world all over again. So um, hopefully I'll be able to talk about my fears next week. 
So, now that the Fox Spot is done, please remember to join me next week because next week I'm going full force.